T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, get your helmets on. Let's go, let's go. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I feel that chill, smell that fresh cut. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. And the fans' high school insider, Big time, Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coach Show presented by your local pick and save stores. I am Mike McGivern. My co-host is Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. And 11 o'clock is, is, uh, is getting to be one of the, uh, the favorite time slots on this show, Ryan. And let me read a little something about the Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. And I got this from the principal at Sussex Hamilton, and I'll just read a little part of it. She is the, she's the kind of rock star that every program needs. She's the quiet leader that leads by example. She is always prepared, positive, and inclusive. She knows how to lighten the mood when necessary and buckle down when needed. Her growth as an actress, singer, and overall leader has been inspiring to watch. I, when, a, when a principal is willing to put that down on paper about a senior in high school, that's a superhero of the week for me. 100%. And that uh, the word choice there, I think, is, is really important. And you can tell that that principal took some time to accurately reflect. And you talked about it earlier in the show, show where radio is imagery of the mind and trying to build that imagination in, in our listeners. And I think... Uh, that principal eloquently said great things about this student and I'm looking forward to talking with her. Last last sentence was finally I have great respect to how she continually pushes herself to do better while also staying true to who she is. It is our credit union superhero of the week. What makes someone a superhero? They can leap tall buildings in a single bound? No. Faster than a speeding bullet? No. More powerful than a locomotive? Absolutely not. Let us introduce you to what we believe superheroes are really about. It's time for the current electric superhero of the week. So let me tell you more about Abby Miller from Sussex Hamilton. She's a 4.01 GPA. Drama clubs, piano and guitar player, National Honor Society, Synergy Show Choir, 
HOSA, which is Healthcare Occupation for Students of America. She's part of Skills USA, tech-related math. So she's smart, she's talented, she can sing, she can dance, she can play instruments, and she's a 4.01 student. Miss Abby Miller from Sussex Hamilton, congratulations as our superhero of the week. How are you today? I'm good. How are you guys? We, you know what? We're good. We're really proud of you. We're impressed with you, and we don't really even know you, but everything that I keep hearing about you, Miss Miller, is you're, you're taking care of your business in and around the classroom. Thank you. So, Abby, when we talked the other day, I said, hey, let me just kind of explain what, what I need from you. And one of the things that I said, I want you to be prepared for one question, and that is your motivation for being such a good student. Can I ask where that's come from? Um, I think it's from, because I know where I want to be in the future. I plan to go to medical school, so I know I have to push myself now. Otherwise, I'm not going to be prepared for how uh, mentally and, like, physically challenging that will be in the future. So if I get myself set up and get myself ready for that in high school, I'll be more than, more than prepared for that in the future. So when, when the principal sent it over to me and said, look, she's a rock star and, and that every program needs, and, and she's just been really impressed with your growth. When we talked, you said, look, I came in as a sophomore and I was kind of quiet and shy. Not so much anymore, right? No, not so much. And, and you found that your comfort up on the stage is pretty good? Mm-hmm. It's, it's grown every year that I've done drama. Man, good for you. Did you know, because um, you had not been involved in drama before, correct? Yeah. And, and you found that that was something that you fell in love with? Yeah, almost immediately. Man, good for you. I, that's awesome. With the, uh, do, you, do you like being involved in musicals or more of the drama part? Um, I think more musicals, but I do, I do both. Hey, Ryan, you and I, like, if they, they need leading men for, like, Oklahoma or something, that'd be me and you, right? Singing and dancing. I, I think we could get it done. I think we could do it. We could pull <laughs> it off. Hey, hey Abby, I got to tell you, I went to uh, St. Peter and Paul on the east side of Milwaukee and in fourth grade. Uh, we were getting ready for a Christmas co- uh, concert. And the nun, and there's a lot of kids in my class, and she said, boy, somebody's really tone deaf. Only the, only the kids on the left side sing. And I was looking around thinking, who's the loser? And she said, okay, somebody, only the two, the two front two rows sing. And she said, Mr. McGivern, come with me. And she leaned down and she said, I'm going to tell you something. I want you to always remember this. Never sing in public. I don't want to hear you. Monsignor Grosser doesn't want to hear you. And baby Jesus doesn't want to hear you. And I thought, but baby Jesus is everywhere. What, I can't even sing in the shower. And so I have so much respect for somebody that can carry a tune, can dance a little bit, and is willing to get up and put themselves out there the way that you, that you do. And, and congratulations on that. Do you think you want to continue being involved in in well? Um, I think I will. It's not, it's more of a hobby for me, but I think I'll still continue to do a little bit just because I enjoy it so much. Yeah. Do, um, do you have an idea on where you're going to go to school next year yet? Um, I'm hoping to go to Madison. I just recently actually finished my application there, so waiting for an acceptance letter. Abby, they would be lucky to have you. 
they would be lucky to, to, to get you on that campus with everything that that principal talked about as far as you're willing to, to get involved. And, and that last sentence to me was really good. She continues to push herself to do better. Also staying true to who she is, I think is really important. And when you go away, you know, and I had a couple conversations with your dad, um, you go away from, from Sussex and you end up up in Madison, you know, that, that last sentence is really important for you to remember, to always stay true to who you are. And uh, I think that that's really important. We're so proud of, of this uh, segment. And to be able to highlight kids like you, Abby, we, we haven't done a great job. And I'll be the first to tell you that. I, I talk a lot about the kid who scored a bunch of touchdowns and, and made a bunch of tackles or scored 30 on the basketball team. But I don't get a chance to talk to somebody like you enough. And Colonel Electric, home of the superhero, has given this, us this opportunity to say, hey, look, here's a girl that does a ton. And normally we wouldn't get a chance to talk to her. So are you a better piano player or a better guitar player? Uh, I'm a better piano player. You know that. Which, which instrument do you like better? Uh, piano, yeah. Ryan, do you play any instruments? I dabble on the piano. I can play uh, Beverly Hills Cop, and that's about it. <laughs> there, you, there you go. Well, that's better than me. We had a piano in my house growing up, and I, the nun didn't tell me not to play the piano, but she definitely said, don't you ever sing in public. Can you tell? I'm a grandfather of four, and I can remember Sister Margaret Mary still telling me that. Man, oh, man. Abby, congratulations. What happens now is is thank you for, for sending the picture. Uh, it'll go up on, on, on the Facebook page of Kern Electric, uh, your picture and a lot of the things that you're involved in. And in a couple of weeks, I've got your home address. They're going to send you out. Uh, um, I, I think they've got a couple of little gifts that they want to send your way just to say congratulations. Uh, we're really proud of you. Keep up the good work. Understand that that Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego, keeps his, you know, he keeps talking to different ADs at different schools. If he finds out that all of a sudden you got kicked out of school because you were messing around, I'm going to come and get the T-shirt back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that's going to happen to you, Abby. No, I don't think so. (laughs) No, I don't. I don't think so either. And McMillan would make me go and get it, by the way, because he's not going. Hey, Abby Miller, thank you so much. The Kern Electric Superhero of the Week. Have a good weekend, Abby. Thank you. You too. You got it. Hey, Ryan, you got to just love being able to talk to kids like that. Yeah, she uh, she's a wonderful young lady, you can tell. And I think uh, her, her principal captured it. And, you know, what stuck out with me is, is she has a set, um, she knows her why, let's put it that way. She yep. knows where she wants to go, what she wants to do, how she wants to do it. And she, she's determined and driven to do it. And I, I love that wherewithal to say, this is who I'm going to be and this is how it's going to be and I'm going to make it happen. And I just you, you give a lot of praise to that. And um, I'd like to hear her play piano. I would too. And I talked to her dad, Troy, uh, a couple of times. And man, he is so proud of her. He's so proud of her and, and who she's become and the things she's gotten involved in. And when I read the letter from the principal to him, he just, I could feel him smiling over the phone thinking, you know, that's great. I, I Ryan, I always wanted to know what my kids were like when they couldn't smell my cologne, right? Right. I'm not in the car. I'm not around the corner. And 
for 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 the principal of a high school to write that about his daughter and he, he was just very very proud he's if she does get to madison man he's going to be missing her really really bad i can tell you that guys let's get to a break other side of the break head football coach at whitefish bay he's going to join us for a segment and then the pick and save student athlete of the week and you're going to want to stick around it's a good story for all you guys that have coached before and you have all these players that, ah, I decided I don't want to play my senior year, didn't want to play my junior year, and you try to convince them to what they're missing, well, our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week is going to talk to us about that. Before that, Jake Walter, head football coach at Whitefish Bay, will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside, kind of, Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. Our next guest, head football coach at Whitefish Bay, Jake Walter. Jake, how you doing? Good win last night. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Yeah, you put uh, put 28 up on a team in the second quarter. That, uh, that's quite the statement. Uh, happy with the way you guys competed last night? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's been a long road, obviously, for everybody, for high school uh, football. The uh, the ups and downs of we are going to play, we're not going to play. These guys are allowed to play. They got to be quarantined, all that. But when we finally got there at seven o'clock and we had a game, it was back to normal. Uh, the best time of the year, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt. You guys didn't uh, need to throw the ball a whole last a uh, lot last night. I think there was four. I think you guys were three for four, something like that. But, man, you, you rushed the ball a, a lot, and uh, defensively you guys played pretty well. How long did you guys – did you keep your starters in for a while, or did you take them out uh, third or fourth quarter? Uh, no, we uh, – our starters uh, did not play the second half. Uh, I put them back to the defense in for one play just because it was getting a little out of hand. They still had their ones in the whole time, so I just wanted to make one more statement. We got a pick, and we wanted, we just we were at 34-0. Uh, we should have went for two to get the running clock, but uh, second half was kind of a long, long half. Our, uh, yeah, we didn't have to pass, that's for sure. Um, we, you know, two passes we threw in the first half with touchdown. Um, we knew, you know, how their defense was last year. They're going to do the same thing, pack the house, and they came flying up on every motion, and we just, you know, a couple play actions and a fullback screen for touchdowns, and then our defense was phenomenal. I mean, our defense. Right now, with our team speed, um, we have 10, 11 guys that had it up to the helmet every time, and it's, it's fun to watch. Our defense is, is pretty good. <laughs> hey, hey, Ryan. So being a being a retired coach, I get goosebumps. I love what he just said. You know what? They still had their ones in, and uh, it was uh, they shouldn't have. And, and we're gonna we're make a statement real quick. Let them know that okay, if you don't want to pull them out. Um, we'll, we'll keep running the ones out there. And I love what Jake Walter said. That's, that's how I think I, I was as well. I know coach Wallersheim was when I was coaching with him, he would say, Hey, look, as soon as they start taking their, their ones out, then you can start taking our ones out, but let's, uh, let's not do it until they do. Uh, you're feeling on that, Ryan. Yeah, it's just kind of the unwritten, uh, rules and ethics of the game a little bit. And I, I know I've had my, uh, fair share of, um, 
run-ins. I've been on the opposite side of that piece where the game was out of hand, and I've acknowledged it, and we, we needed to get other kids in to get looks of personnel where we subbed early, and then other, the other guys left them in, and I don't know why. Um, but it, it, can, it can go both ways, but I think uh, Coach is exactly right. If it's it's time to start subbing, let's get other kids reps and uh, see what we can do. But it uh, to each their own, and each each program's in their own spot. And, you know, maybe the opponent was w- looking to build and try and get some belief and get that score. And uh, But on the defensive side of the ball, you got a lot of guys that take a lot of pride in pitching a shutout, and that's a huge thing for defensive-minded people. And yeah. Uh, so it goes. It kind of goes both ways, but yeah, it's yeah. one of those things that you, you try to work together on. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Our twos and threes got great reps, and and they have some really good players over there too. So I, I was happy that our twos and threes were able to go up against them. Um, they did have a few guys out with the whole uh, quarantine uh, type of thing, but uh, yeah, they got a really good good group and uh, you know good athletes over there and big physical kids. So I was really happy with the way we played. Hey, Coach, you uh, you graduated like everybody, but you graduated some really talented players. Um, but there are some players back from last year that, that uh, you know, were really a big part of that team last year. And have they taken that leadership role of, okay, this is our senior year, this is our team, and uh, they did a nice job of keeping that team together? Yeah, you hit it right on the head. I, I, you know, I, I take captainship pretty serious. Um and I told them on Thursday this year being kind of that odd year of not knowing what to expect. I mean, our team camaraderie has been the best. It's been in a long time and we've always had really good groups, but this junior and senior class together, they've just meshed so well. And there's 20, 20, 20 to 24 guys that could make captains each week. So I'm going to rotate them through and they just hold each other accountable. Um, whether it was off season lifting, whether it's going to seven on seven captains practice, whatever it was, they just, they've been looking forward to this moment as a, as two classes together. Um, honestly, like I don't even look at them as juniors, juniors and seniors. I just see it as one, one group. Hey, Jake, any surprise? Uh, Nigel Cheeks had a big game for you. Um, 115 yards rushing, two touchdowns. He uh, caught a pass for a touchdown. Um, any surprise with that? Or is that, is that what you expected from that young man? Um, yeah, that is exactly what I expected of that guy. Uh, he is, he is so put together, and he's, his attitude this year has been phenomenal. He's, uh, again, one of those juniors that's, you know, kind of taken on that leadership role along with everybody else. Um, I don't know if you remember, guys, but the, uh, the Clinton Earls from Sussex-Hamilton, yeah. that's their cousin. So, okay. Uh, kind of some good bloodlines there. Uh, one of them was there in the, in the stands last night uh, watching. So he's not as tall as him, but muscular uh, is – to say the least, he's got muscles on top of muscles. So uh, he's tough. He's going to be tough to bring down. He's got great balance, great vision. He's trusting his blocks. Um, I'm not surprised from for the, from that result last last night at all. Boy, that's that's all. Yeah, I remember. Um, that was all that done his, in one half. <laughs> yeah. It, oh, his cousin. I remember he was put together, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was strong and hard to get to the really hard to get to the turf, man. For sure. <laughs> hey, Jake, our uh, 
Um, our next guest is is a young man from your school and your your team, um, our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week, and it would be fun to talk to him. I had a good conversation with him the other night, and he um, really good personality. I love the story of this really good student athlete who decided, you know what, I'm I'm going to go play football. And his buddies came and knocked on the door and said, "Come on, man, it's your senior year. Come play football with us." And yeah. He was all set to play lacrosse, fall lacrosse, and he said, yeah, okay. And he goes, what a great decision. He's having a ball. Yeah, you talk about a great surprise. Um, he, he was with us all the way through sophomore year, didn't come out as a junior, a really good lacrosse player, like he said. And, again, I think his senior buddies knocked on his door the day before and said, come on, just give it a shot, you know, come back out, a good athlete. And talk about a true story. Last night, his first defensive play ends in an interception. <laughs> really? First varsity defensive play, he gets a he gets a pick. So, um, oh man, but yeah, he's a very valuable piece to this group um, um, as we move forward, both as a wide receiver and a defensive back. But yeah, great story. The 4.0 student, uh, good, really good athlete. He's got a younger brother on the team too. Um, so, I'm, I'm really happy that Morgan came back out. Yeah, me too. I and I look forward to talking to him next segment. Have you had a chance to look at that Cedarburg Slinger game at all? Uh, yeah. Holy cow, Cedarburg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they are they are legit. I knew that going. I knew they had a lot of guys back, and you know, talking to Brian, he's such a good coach. Um, they know they lost the quarterback that they were expecting, but uh, Lear went back to his old old roots, and he's a shoot a shoe double wing, and he's pounding people. <laughs> Uh, this, we got our hands uh, full this week, that's for sure. So um, he's good. He, they looked really good last night. He, they, I'll tell you, you want to talk about going back to your comfort level? That, that's his comfort level, and he and he yeah, understands yeah. that offense really well. And when he has the personnel that can run that thing, you know, there's yeah. no split. There's no you don't know who's got the ball. <laughs> and and man, I'll tell you what, I I got a chance to see him a, a couple of times on Thursday Night Lights, and when they're running that thing and they're doing it well, and the kids understand their roles, man, that's tough to stop. Yeah, and I know they've they've taken a break from it for a few years, but last night it looked like they've been running it for 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> Holy. You know God, what? It's God. like that. It's like that old basketball coach that used to run the flex, and everybody said yeah. you can't run the flex anymore. That's not what's going on. But then he has the personnel that he can run it, and he's smiling all the time because he understands it <laughs> and he believes in it. That's Brian yeah. Lear getting back to what sure. he is most comfortable in. How are they, do they have good size up front? Yeah, they got really good size. I mean, obviously with the film we got last night, we were watching the stream. Uh, it was pretty far away, but they and Slingers usually pretty big, and I'm sure they are. But they had they looked like six six. Across the line, almost 300 pounds. <laughs> I might be exaggerating a little bit, but man, they look—they were towering over Slinger, which I'm kind of shocked about. So, man, and they came hell at, at you. So we uh, we definitely uh, definitely got our hands hands full this week. You knew you knew the the score of that Cedarburg game before you got to the locker room after the win last night, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah, I, McMillan, it's like talking to you the, the, the back in the Oconomowoc days. I'm telling you. Hey, um, Jake, uh, your family, everybody's doing well? Yeah, we're doing great. Actually, I'm out in uh, Arrowhead right now. My sixth grader, Chase, already sixth grade, is uh, finishing up a little scrimmage here for the Junior Duke. So um, family's doing great. So having fun. How uh, How is he playing? What position they got him playing? We got him at quarterback and outside linebacker right now. So, man, you gotta love that combination. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
quarterback yeah. and outside oh, linebacker. Yeah, it's fun. Fun watching these guys run all over the place. <laughs> oh, that's good. Jake, thank you so much. I appreciate um, you introducing us to Morgan. We'll talk to him next. Good luck against Whitefish Bay. And, hey, I always appreciate the, uh, your willingness to give us some time on this show, Jake. Yeah, you bet. Anytime. I appreciate it. Thank you. You got it. Head football coach at Whitefish Bay, Jake Walter. We're going to get to a break. Our Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week will join us next. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. So who is this week's Student Athlete of the Week? Who's making a difference in their community, in their classroom, and on the court? Let's meet the Pick and Save High School Student Athlete of the Week. Brought to you by your local Pick and Save stores, where Wisconsin saves on groceries. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. I love talking to good, true student-athletes, as uh, my co-host Ryan McMillan does. And we have teased this a little bit. This young guy, this uh, senior at Whitefish Bay, decided as a junior he didn't want to play football. He told me he said, look, I was a little undersized, didn't play a ton, and, and I'm a pretty good uh, lacrosse player. And then uh, the day before practice, some seniors came to my house. My buddies knocked on the door and said, come on, let's go. I thought, yeah, okay, I'll play again. So Morgan Brower, you, you listen to Jake Walter. First time he stepped on the field, he got a, he got a pick last night. Um, not a bad way to come back to football, Morgan. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah, you bet. We're, uh, we're happy. So... Explain to me the thought process when those guys knocked on the door and said, hey, man, come on, come play football again with us. Had that crossed your mind at all before they came to, to the door? Um, they had been teasing me a little bit over the uh, weeks leading up that I should have come back. But I was planning on playing fall across and uh, just going full time with that. But that night they knocked on my door and uh, I just I couldn't, couldn't stay out another year. Had to go for the uh, last dance. Man, hey Ryan, um, we we talked about this earlier in the show. You love stories like this, and and you know what? Ten years from now, he's gonna he's gonna be able to say to these guys, "Wasn't that fun playing football again, senior year?" And I'm really happy that he made that decision to play with his buddies. Yeah, the cool part about it is it's you only get so many opportunities to play uh, this great game and. And you go into a high school career with kids in general, um, you get opportunities to play sports. And, and you, it's if you miss out on being that multi-sport athlete, you never get the opportunity again. You can play uh, pickup lacrosse certain places and whatnot, but very rarely will you be able to play any pickup tackle football with the way it is today. And um, it's interesting. It's it's very cool to see that he made the choice to be a multi-sport athlete and, and help his community and represent his program on Friday nights and um, do do what is needed to be done for his peers as well because obviously there was a want to from them to have him back. No no doubt. Hey, Morgan, uh, t- talk to us a little bit about uh, your motivation for being such a good student athlete. Um, where did that come from? I would say my uh, my family and my teammates, they pushed me to work really hard focusing on my grades, um, but also to improve on the field and just be the best version of myself that I can be. What's your grade? Your grade point average is what? It's uh, 4.08, 4.07, I think. Good for you. When we talked, your your uh, your hope is to, to get back out west. Um, your family is from California, and your thought uh, next year – going to college is, is maybe someplace um, out in California. Is that correct? 
Yeah, that's the uh, the goal is to get back out there. Um, there's a lot of good schools out there that I'll probably be applying to. Yeah, what, what uh, if you had to give me your first choice? If 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 I said, look, you pick a school in California, whatever one you want to go to, and I'll make it happen. Where would you go? Um, I'd probably say UC Berkeley um, is my number one. Um, so that's going to be a grind to write that application and uh, do my best to get in there. I guess. Man. You're you're not going to miss the winters, are you? <laughs> I guess we'll see. Hopefully not. Yeah. I well, if you're a big snowboarder or something, you might miss the winters. That that is for sure. Yeah. Um, and you can change, the, you know, three times by noon today. Do you have any idea what you want to get into uh, when when and where you get to college, or do you know what what subjects, or are you going to play that by year? Uh, I'll probably play it by year, but um, I think I'm really interested in computer science and uh, economics are my that I'm pretty interested in right now. Man, good for you. Hey, this uh, that was a good win for your team uh, last night. Um, a few butterflies for you before you got out on the field? Yeah, it was definitely definitely nerve-wracking uh, playing in my first varsity game because I didn't get a whole lot of playing time sophomore year, especially on varsity. Um, so it was definitely good to get out there. It was definitely nerve-wracking um, sitting in the locker room before the game, but it was great once we... Uh, the whistle was blown and we were out there just flying around. It was awesome. Man, that's good. You know, Cedarburg team coming up. I want you to enjoy the victory from last night, Morgan. I do. Um, Cedarburg is, is, uh, is pretty good. We had somebody uh, scouting them, um, watching their game, uh, calling in with scores, and he said, man, this Cedarburg team looks pretty good to me. So you guys will have your hands full next week. Yeah, I know they have a, definitely have a lot of uh, good athletes with Bibber, and uh, I know they have a really good running back, so... It'll definitely be a, um, a great game, and I'm excited to uh, to get out there. So, Morgan, what will happen uh, next week is uh, I'll get in contact with you early in the week, and and uh, you and I, and if you want to invite your family, invite some teammates, I'll, I'll certainly talk to Jake, uh, Coach Walter, and see if he wants to join us. But we'll meet at the closest pick-and-save to, to your house or to your school. You know, you'll pick the pick-and-save that works for you. I've got a beautiful plaque and award from Pick and Save. We'll get some pictures with you and your family and the, uh, some of the staff over at Pick and Save, and and we celebrate uh, pick. We celebrate student athletes, Morgan. We just really do because we know how hard it is uh, to multitask and get all this stuff done. So uh, I'll reach out to you next week, and congratulations on being this week's Pick and Save Student Athlete of the Week. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me on here again. You bet. That's Morgan Brower. Thank you very much. Hey, Coach. Uh, uh, Ryan, I love, you know, that story. I, I love the fact that this kid, you know what, his buddies came and said, come on, let's go play. And, and uh, he's he's going to have, have an impact on that team. And you can hear that with how Jake, what Jake, you know, loves having him on, on and his younger brother. And, uh, boy, I like stuff like that. You know, the unique piece about this story is to all those uh, parents out there that are wishing, you know, their their son or daughter would come back to a sport or uh, student-athletes sitting out there kind of wondering, should I or should should I not? Uh, this student is a great s- story and representation of give it one last go, give it a shot. I can tell you I had uh, numerous kids in my coaching career that, you know, they may have played as a freshman and then someone got in their ear and told them to go do X, Y, and Z because it's going to be better for them, and it just wasn't what was promised. And they've come back as a senior, and it could be a lot because of their their peers have been recruiting them back. And you hit a late growth spurt, 
Um, you know, you get your academics going, you start to see the future, as this young man did, saying he's going to UC Berkeley, and, you know, the stars start to align, and a lot of great things can happen. I, I'm fairly certain that he's going to be proud of that decision later in life, and he'll have zero regrets. 100%. And, and Ryan, you and I know this because we've been through it, and, and we've coached, and, and we've played, and we've done all that. But the lessons that these kids learn on discipline and toughness and there's no I in team and being part of that group and going to war together with a bunch of your buddies that you grew up with, I don't, you can't get better than that. Correct. Yeah, it. Uh, he'll be challenged and it will help shape his, his future decision making and his future actions as he continues to go through his life. And um, he's going to leave his buddies and have to build new support groups. And But that adversity that he'll face on Friday night will guide him on the West Coast, and I'm pretty sure he'll come out on top and uh, have a great life. You know, I told him, hey, look, there's a lot of people that might leave this area in Whitefish Bay, and he's got family in California, but, you know, they all come back. He goes, I don't know. I don't know about that. He goes, I love my friends. I love this area, but, man, I, I, I don't like the winters a whole lot. And um, it, it'll be interesting to see. There's, uh, you can take the boy out of Whitefish Bay, but you can't take the uh, Whitefish Bay out of the boy, I guess, is, is how that would go. And I, I just I look forward to meeting this kid in person because he sounds like a good kid. And when you're getting a 4.08 or whatever, wherever he's at, um, it's really impressive to me that he can you know, play football, get great grades, and now he's thinking about what he's got a right to, to get into Cal Berkeley, and he said, boy, that's going to be a challenge, but I'm going to do my best doing that as well. So um, his, his, uh, his friends, his family, his parents, I know Jake Walters is really proud of the kid, and, and uh, it'll be good to meet him in person. Hey, what, uh, who's Mosquito get next week? I haven't even looked yet. Uh, we got Waukesha West at home. No, I knew that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you know what? Um, they Waukesha West they're always scary, man. They're well coached and they got really good athletes out there. And anytime you, you got to go against uh, coach rocks, you're going to have your hands full for sure. Were you, um, were you impressed with Muskego last night? Did you walk away thinking, okay, we got a lot to work on. What was your overall opinion? I think if you, you talk to our coaching staff, uh, really, really proud of, of certain aspects of the game um, and certain things that we did really well. And then, you know, you'll, you'll notice the inconsistencies of not having played football for a long time and it being week one. And, uh, you know, our defense was on the field for 94 snaps. Uh, wow. That's uh, that is unheard of. Like I, I don't think I've ever had a game that I've had my defense on the field for 94 snaps. And we've you know, we've done some things where we've tried to engineered defense out of the games at times just to try to find a way to get a win and it's worked sometimes sometimes it hasn't but I don't know that we've ever been up in the up in the 90s and I just tip my hat to those guys for continuing to stay on the field and continuing to fight and fight and fight and there's you know some penalties and things that went against them you know they had a, a fumble for a 90 yard touchdown that got called back and turned into a goal line stand and they made Arrowhead use all four four downs before they scored and uh, so there's a lot of grit and determination there and then you know our offense just showed some real-time explosiveness and we just got to get uh, we got to get a little bit more consistent and I think uh, I think the growth will start but again it's week one and uh, you know we're not where we were last year in November so 
but you never really are and it takes time to build it so we'll get back to work hey before we get to a break um wi has decided there's not gonna be any state games you've heard about this right obviously i've heard i don't know that i necessarily agree and i don't know that it's necessarily uh put in stone yet because you know as you start looking at some things across the board um all the the other sports are coming out with their models and i think there's some really good models out there and they're they're breaking things down that are usually larger events into subsectionals and then sectionals and then the state tournament to have less people and less places at all at once right and so as we start looking at football i know the initial recommendation was to go just four weeks um or four teams like a regional four team pairing and just playing two extra games and being done with it it's just it's going to be hard to to get the level of buy-in and want to to make that happen where teams could probably just go scheduled but i really believe if we took a uh, closer look at this thing and turn back the clock, if you will, the 1986, uh, we used to have an eight-team eight uh, playoff for all divisions uh, back in the late 80s, and it worked out well. And I'll, I'll give you some stats here, Mike, because I, I took a look at 86. Uh, here's the Division One bracket set that were the eight teams, and it's pretty localized and regionalized, and that's why we were talking about only doing four teams, but... We take a look at this eight-team bracket. We got Oconomowoc and Menominee Falls. We got Milwaukee Tech and Racine Park. Then we got Manitowoc versus Appleton West, and then Superior versus Lacrosse Central. And again, it's the same concept where we're local, we're regional. Yeah. We can still have an eight-team bracket. We can play it out and find a state tournament. And then as you start taking a look at the calendar, you know they're taking a look at wanting to play in November. And, you know, the last regular season game is November 6th. You can play November 13th. You can play November 20th, which is our typical dates that we're playing the semifinals and state tournament, right? And now because of the pandemic in 2020, I think we got to do something a little bit different after that to help teams and communities navigate Thanksgiving. So then you take 10 days, and instead of a Friday, you push it to a Monday, which will allow families to a little bit easier to take off of work a Friday or a Monday and, and make some things happen to have spectators put the events on, follow all the health guidelines we're going to need to, and uh, still have that family time as you talked about your Thanksgiving uh, rushing sure. stats earlier in the show. <laughs> That's um, right. But uh, help, help the schools that are in it. It's going to be a really small number of schools. You're talking maybe 14 schools at max across the state of the 400 plus, uh, 450-plus membership. And from everything that I can tell is most of our sports have turned into more local hosting. So it sounds like we won't be really traveling to Camp Randall, obviously, but it'll be hosted somewhere locally, whether it's a WIAC school or, you know, Wisconsin Lutheran College, if it's two local Milwaukee area teams or just right at the high schools themselves to the higher seeds and you just play it out. But at least you find a state champ and, and the kids can have that hope and have the uh you know the belief and we we had teams on here earlier today you know that got that first win well there's a chance and we have other other teams on here that got the win they were they were looking to get and now have turned their sights to the next opponent where you know the the eisenhower win you know you pass eisenhower now you're on to pewaukee and if we can get this one maybe we got a chance to make a run at this whole thing right right those conversations and those just that motivation and that that connection to 
your school to the to the football curriculum if you will the the buy-in to be better citizens and live civically responsible i think it only helps us to make a plan and that's really where i'm at is let's make a plan to try to build an 18 bracket have three levels of it and if we can't do it when we get to november because it's uh you know health concerns or whatever it might be well then we don't do it but at least we can plan to make it happen just like all the other sports are starting to release their stuff and i think some really good things can happen we just have to get over the fact that we can still play football when it's deer hunting season and when it's thanksgiving yeah you know what that might that might be the thing that that ends an idea like that because they have they have wia being they have have dug their heels in for a long time on that uh, now, this is a whole different animal, and, and if they're going to let their heels up out of the sand um, at any time, this might be the time. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, I'm going to ask you one last question on that. I don't know if the w, uh, if the WFCA has been involved with that thought, or is this just something that's coming out of your mind? I want to just uh, follow up a little bit on that and then talk to you about a couple of games on the schedule for next week. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coach Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern, Ryan McMillan, and AD at Muskego uh, is my co-host. Ryan, did you get back to, to that idea that you had? Is that something that's been floated? Is that something that uh, you've come up with? Um, does it have legs at this point? Uh, people are aware of it. Let's put it that way. I know. I know. Initially, back when we were back in uh, July and August, there was discussions on how, you know, the two non-conference games were going to get eliminated, and then level one and level two were going to get eliminated um, to allow us to adapt to a schedule. And and even the WI did not see the. The motion coming out of one of the board of control members that really pushed our calendar back to the the late start that we had, and because of that, that kind of left the three rounds of playoffs up in the air, and so the just kind of reaction was, well, we'll just do four teamers in local spots and just be done with it and not have a state champion. Well, now that other sports are starting to come out with their plans and have a state championship bracket. Um, the conversation has started again, and I know the uh, the WFCA is aware of it. Our local, uh, at least anyway, our local leader reps, because as you, you work through the channels, uh, the right. appropriate channels to run it up the chain of command, and you don't want to really jump over anybody's head. And, and I know our local board of control member uh, is in favor of having a state tournament, and he he's in favor of just letting the games be played, even if it means it has to be at uh, – a local high school site and no fans well, well so be it if that's what the health uh, guidelines are for that county and whoever's hosting well that, that's okay because it's about the kids right and that's what's most important and I could tell you Muskego we could host with no fans the state tournament and put the game on uh, live stream which is basically a TV production for us with some of the upgrades we made um, and it could be a really really good event for everyone involved so I mean I'm willing to help. I'm willing to work with whoever to make it happen for the kids and for those schools that may be involved. And, and obviously, I have a hope that Muskego is involved, you know. 
Um, and even if we're not, I still think it's the right thing to do for those schools that, that are involved and have worked that hard. And again, let's try to make a plan. And if we can make it come to fruition in time, great. If it doesn't come to fruition, uh, because who knows, we might not get past, you know, week six. No one knows right. what's going to happen in 2020. Well, we just live day by day. And Ryan, you want to go down swinging, you know? I mean, right. let's take a shot at this thing. Um, I think that's really uh, a good idea. And maybe, and we'll talk off the air, but I think maybe we, we try to get Dan Brunner on. Um, you know, we, we get a few guys from WFCA to say, hey, is this something that you're going to seriously push for? And uh, see if we can, from our end, start to kind of move the ball by just being, you know, asking the right questions. So, um, Absolutely. Yeah, well, well, uh, well thought out, and, and thank you for sharing that. Um, hey, as the AD at Muskego, just so you know, I'm going to have a sideline reporter come into that game next week. <laughs> so I'm not calling you on that. Put put my boy on the list. I don't know who it's going to be, but somebody will show the badge for 105.7. And we're definitely going to have the Waukesha West Mosquito game covered. Um, the Oconnor Milwaukee's McGuanago. Uh, my guy that was at McGuanago said, "I, you know what? They they are good defensively and stuff, but they they have some work to do, as everybody does. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see some of the games from the Classic Eight next week. And then there's some really good games in this area." You know, from from around uh, around the area, Whitefish Bay and Cedarburg be a good game. Hartford and Homestead uh, be a really interesting game to see how that goes. And then Catholic Memorial and Brook Central be a great game. Yeah, there's no doubt. Week two is going to be packed uh, with good competitive matchups, and we'll see who learns from week one and can take that next step. And it's, you know, you're climbing the ladder, and as we said before, hopefully you're climbing the ladder for a chance at the the ultimate prize, right? But uh, and even Muskego, we uh, we've won some games in a row now here, but we got to take that next step. And I can tell you, Coach uh, Krause and. His staff will get everyone back to work, and it'll be interesting. I know Coach Rux is doing the same thing at Walks West, so we should have a good one for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, I want to thank uh, everybody that came on today. Jim Norris, head coach at Grafton, his three captains. Hey, I wasn't too hard on that on the receiver, was I? No. No, uh, no. He, he no, was good. calling girls. <laughs> oh, good. Yes, he was. Right, yeah, I want to uh, congratulate St. Thomas Moore's our UW Credit Union Team of the Week. Um, Abby Miller, our current electric superhero of the week. Jake Walter, head coach at Whitefish Bay. Morgan Brower, our pick and save student athlete of the week. Ryan, thank you. Mitch, back in the studio. Thank you guys. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.